Hey, listeners, remember, back in the day, Laser Time did a whole episode about the 1-900 number craze of the 90s. Well, guess what? Our friends at Wondery and Topic Studios have started a brand new series called Operator that dives into one specific type of 900 number and tells the untold true story of the phone sex line company that took over the world. In the 90s, ads for phone sex lines were everywhere, from late-night cable channels to the back of magazines, all while phone sex operators worked around the clock to fulfill any sexual fantasy over the phone. Apparently, it all started with an idea from Mike Pardez, CEO and co-founder of American Telnet, who proudly coined himself the Telephone Pimp. And he was joined by tech genius and partner Michael Self, who was known as the Bill Gates of phone sex. However, it was the women behind the phones who created the close-knit yet dysfunctional family that turned American Telnet into a multi-billion dollar company and revolutionized the sex industry. As their fortunes grew, uh, the founders were sailing lavish yachts, fueling wild drug parties, and burning through cash by the minute, as you do. Uh, and of course, all the while, the FCC was watching their every move. Well, Wondery and Topic's new podcast, Operator, is the untold story of a company which dominated the phone sex industry until the money blinded them and it all came crashing down. We're going to play you a brief preview of Operator and introduce you to the heart, Victoria. And if you like what you hear, make sure to follow Operator on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or you can listen early and ad-free by subscribing to Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app. I got a call uh, about two o'clock in the morning from one of the male supervisors, and he says there are a bunch of men with guns on the property, and we don't know what to do. Victoria had been working at American Telnet for several years. She'd seen her share of emergencies, so she didn't freak out right away. And I said, okay, are they police? He says, I really don't know. They're plain clothes. I said, plain clothes suits or, and he goes, no, jeans. He goes, they said they were police, but they refused to show a badge. Victoria's job was managing a big team of phone operators, all crammed into a nondescript warehouse in North Miami Beach. Hundreds of men and women, mostly women, sat in cubicles, headsets on, fielding call after call, day and night. And now, men with guns claiming to be the police were trying to get into the warehouse. We had electronic door access codes. Every agent, every operator had their own code. The men didn't have access, and they weren't showing a search warrant. Without a warrant, the operators weren't letting them in. After a while, they stopped knocking. But when an operator opened the door to leave... A middle-aged agent was at the door, and once she got the door open, they pushed her on the ground, and the team ran over her back. The men had been waiting in the bushes and they fanned out, and they were looking, they were looking in files, they were looking for something. And as quick as they were in, they swooped through, they dug around, and they ran out. Victoria was furious. As a supervisor at ATN, she had seen plenty of surprising things. And sure, the company may have skirted right up against a few federal regulations, but the service it provided wasn't against the law. Because the company where Victoria worked... American Telnet, a company with the blandest of names, was actually the largest phone sex operation in the United States. Love to party? Call Jake by phone now. What turns women on will turn you on. No rejections, no turndowns, men only. The morning after the raid, Victoria wanted answers. She went to ATN's head of technology, Michael Self, not much happened at ATN without Michael Self knowing about it. As it turned out, it was the local police, and whatever they were looking for, 
they'd left empty-handed. You know, the first story was when we called uh, City Hall, called the cop shop the next morning, they said it never happened. Armed men had invaded their offices, physically assaulting one of their employees. And the police were saying it never happened. And the ATN executives didn't seem to care because the police hadn't found anything. But Victoria cared. What about the operators? They are me by extension. And I, I do feel that way. When something like the police raid happened and the owners did nothing, Victoria had to wonder how much did the company really care about her and the workers she looked out for. My understanding is when those folks flex, things get done. And yeah, they could have done that. People like to mention how busy they were. Yeah, me too. I wish they would have taken it one step further and protected the golden goose instead of just the gold. Because at the end of the day, ATN was a business, a really big business. It was a wild time. And there's these girls on the stage doing a live sex show. It was like, you know, ecstasy, cocaine, champagne, millionaires. At the pinnacle, we were doing $1.1, $1.2 million on a Friday night or a Saturday night. This man, Mike Pardis, he controls all of the phone sex in the country. Fancy cars, fancy clothes, celebrities, models, the porn industry. Until it all came crashing down. That wasn't a company, it wasn't a job. It was American Telnet. The ending sucked. The beginnings were much more fun. <laughs> Your call cannot be completed as filed. You've just heard a preview of Operator. Thanks for listening. Make sure to follow Operator on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or you can listen early and ad-free by subscribing to Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app.